Yo, 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 it's me, Jared. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I <laughs> wish you would. I think you should. Can you save that part, please? <laughs> yo, yo, yo. We, we should, we should do a montage of all the openers that you've done. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. <laughs> hey, everyone. Hey, everyone. Hey, everyone. I'm, hey. <laughs> <clears throat> Hi. All right, welcome to the Photographic Collective Podcast. My name's Jared. I'm going to be your host today with my good partner in crime, Miles Witt Boyer. And we're going to talk about some really cool stuff today. Some rebooting, if you want to call it that. Miles, what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about, uh, yeah, the reboot. The It's spring cleaning time, right? So everybody, on, like you, you jump in. Yeah, you jump into the winter and suddenly like, for most of us, unless you guys are maybe over on, on the other side of the world right now, which I know a few of our listeners are, which is really cool. But yeah, it is most cool. of us are like sitting around, right? We're like, it's, I don't know, Jared, you're only a couple miles from me. It is, uh, it's, it's pouring it's ice. out, bro. <laughs> it's pouring ice out of the sky it's right now. It's not even snow. It's like, it's ice. It's raining ice. You guys, global warming is not happening in Arkansas Man. today. Anyway, okay, so so what we're doing is this. We're going to talk through ways that you can keep your mind sharp. Mm. You can keep your your work growing, your value growing um, during during kind of slower periods. And actually, I'll I'll say something bold, Jared. Maybe let's. Okay. I think you'd agree with this. Uh huh. This is the time that you should probably be putting in the most work. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Hmm. Uh, and I think I think a lot of the industry looks at it as like, here's an opportunity for you to kind of reprieve, right? Take your foot off the gas, catch your breath. Uh, you know, every photographer that I know that deals with extreme levels of burnout in the summer and in the fall um, are often the same photographers that didn't bother to put in work in the winter mm. and in the spring. Yeah, it's almost like fueling up, like taking the beginning of the year. I kind of look at it this way, that if I can fuel up in those beginning months, it's going to prepare me for the later months in the year because that's kind of how it flows. It's yeah, that's, lighter in that's, the beginning of the year and crazy towards the end. Yeah, and you always want, naturally, we've talked about this a million times, right? But you always want what's on the other side of that fence, right? Like yeah, you always yeah. wish you had more work until you had it. And then you always wish you had more rest until you have it. So, mm, so totally. I think what we're doing today is basically what I narrowed down was like three, we called it the reboot because all of these things start with re. I was trying to be, I was trying Woo. to be an influencer. Yeah. That's right. But three ways that you can uh, reboot your business right now and, and just quick little mindset set changes and shifts that maybe you could implement right now and in the next couple of, couple of weeks and months um, that I promise, you guys, I promise, I promise, will have long-lasting changes in, in your business. I love it. All right, let's talk about it. Okay. All right. Number one, we're starting out, we're going to kick, we're going to kick to the hard one. Okay. We're going to refresh our vendor relationships. Um, that's a hard one. Okay. Let's just say it. Like most of us are very transactional, uh, in, in our relationships in general, right? It's kind of like a, you know, you scratch, uh, my back and I'll scratch yours or think of every cliche, right? Everything, mm-hmm. it always boils down to like these mutually beneficial relationships. Mm-hmm. 
And so when I say refresh your vendor relationships, what I'm not saying is you should write a canned email to every single person <laughs> on your MailChimp account. <laughs> yeah. And that says like, you know, hello, uh, hashtag florists. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like here's pictures of weddings. But who are, not- who are the vendors? Like who are the vendors in your life? That's a that's a great honestly that's a great question we should define that I guess so I think of it as uh, you know I'm a wedding photographer so pre- predominantly so I think of it as the the other companies that I really look forward to working with mm-hmm. and the ones that when we come together there's uh there's this like kind of cool synergy where I feel like I'm at my best and they're at their best mm-hmm. and we're really adding value to each other. Okay. Um, so, you know, we could talk all day long about like the marketing aspects of that and how, you know, there's, there's sort of a, a timeline for, especially in the wedding world, there's sort of a timeline that most clients book along and taking care of the people that come, especially before you in that timeline is just a great way to build a, a really strong book of business. But again, I'm not, I'm not talking transactionally. Mm-hmm. I'm talking, this is an awesome opportunity for you to humanize your brand to these companies that, you know, sometimes they see you stressed out or they see you tired or they see you needing help. And, uh, you know, a, a wedding day or a client day, a consult, a commercial shoot is probably not the best day for you to try <laughs> yeah. and build relationships. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So that do makes, it now. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, okay. So here, here's, here's, here'd be a suggestion there. Things like, you know, Reaching out and just saying, like, hey, uh, insert wedding planner's name here. Can I take you to coffee? And and it not be, you know, can I take you to coffee so that we can discuss how you can send me more weddings? Or mm-hmm. can I take you to coffee so that, you know, we can talk through how we're going to create some cheesy, like, referral concept where I'll pay you $500 or whatever. It's just a, my assumption is that, you two are human and we'd be better off if we actually like, we enjoyed working together. We enjoyed being around each other. So like, tell me about your kids. Tell me about where you grew up. Um, and refreshing those things, y'all, this is the time for it. And, and the way that that pays back, I know a lot of people that are listening to this is going to say like, that's not only is that expense, but it's time. So where does that pay? Well, it pays in dividends and it pays, it, it pays in the sense that when you are slow, you have people that want to build you up. But it also pays in that when you are busy, you have happy, smiling, familiar faces that are there to support you. Um, so you got to have those friendships, man. That's a, that's a big one. No, yeah, I like that a lot. I do think that that pays in, in dividends down the road. I mean, I think it's that relationship piece. Like when you're working with people, if you have that relational equity built up, like it's so much more fun. And I think you work better with those people when you have that foundation. So you can't really have the excuse of like, I don't have time to invest in that. When you have a season of the year, that is the perfect time to invest in that. And that's just going to set you up um, for those relationships and just working really well together, I think, yeah. towards the end of the year. When you know what I noticed while I, was, while I was making this list, right before we started recording, I was making this list and trying to think through this. I was like, what is this, what's the number one reason why somebody wouldn't take that time to invest. Because to me, it just seems like a very logical thing, but I'm a, I'm a really relational person and I'm really drawn and driven by my friendships. And, and, but then what, you know what I realized is I'm like, a, a lot of times I think, 
we avoid the things that are the most uncomfortable for us. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes building relationships are uncomfortable, but I'm, uh, here, let me say something that's like maybe slightly off topic, but I think it's exactly where, where we need to hit the nail. You have this period of time here where you should be focusing on the things that are good for you, even when they're uncomfortable. And so that was what I was thinking through is like, because I've got three books I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suggest to you guys as, as we go. And I was thinking through like, what is the thing that is uncomfortable for, for me and for a lot of people that I have time right now to, to devote to? I have time to invest in. And I was thinking, you know, we all, everybody that's listened to this podcast over the last year has heard me and this silly little journey that I've taken to try and become a runner. And there was this book. I'm going to say it. Okay, here's our first book. I've yeah. got business books I'm going to give to you as well. But uh, the first book I'm going to suggest that you that you get out and get, and this is going to affect, hear me out, this is going to affect your vendor relationships. I promise it will, because it's going to change the way you see yourself. It's going to change the way you see your own value. Um, Robin Arzone, who's a, uh, a Peloton instructor, but also just sort of like a brilliant motivator, she wrote a book called Shut Up and Run. And one of my na- yeah, one of my neighbors gave it to me um, a couple of years ago when he saw me out on the street, like you know, trying to like. <laughs> you look like you need this. <laughs> man, I did. I was I was like one step at a time, right? And he gave it to me because he's like, you know, sometimes the number one thing between you and your goals is you, and uh, and you just gotta like get out of your own way. And I think that, that that pays itself forward so much in our relationships as well. It's like when you understand your own value, when you're achieving something that you know is inherently healthy for yourself, and then you're able to take that health and, and, and pour it into other people simply because it's good for them as well, those relationships scale so rapidly. And that's not a transaction. That's just, that's just loving people. Uh, so shut up and run, go get it. And uh, also not for nothing. I don't know who the graphic designer was that built. It's a beautiful book. And it will make you feel um, absolutely guilty for every minute that you spend looking at it, which is kind of ironic. Give me, who's the author again? It's Robin R. Zone, A-R-Z-O-N. Okay, we'll, we'll put it down. We'll put it yeah. down in the notes. Yeah, yeah. For people. Um, we'll, okay, can we make a, can we make a, we'll move on to our next point here, but can we make a challenge here? Like what, who is one relationship that you could take to coffee or one person that you could reach out to with more than a text message, maybe even just a phone call where they hear your voice. Uh, they, you know, they can hear the inflection of what you're saying to them. Um, can that just be, that maybe that's a goal we throw out there for our listeners that who's, who's one person that you can do that for? Just one and not, and don't immediately sit with a pen and paper and think of like, all right, who is the person that's going to, to have the, the most benefit for me? Right? Like maybe if you're going to go that route, maybe go, maybe go this way about it. Who is the one person that I could reach out to today that I could do the most good for? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. All right. What else you got? All right. All right. Let's go to number two. So we just, we just refreshed. The next one is revive. Mm, and revive. yeah. That's uh, a good word. Uh, we put I, I put in here revive cold existing client relationships. Often, so so often, we are always on the hunt for like the next client, right? The next the next company, the next big gig, and uh, and a lot of us get really good at the sales process. And even if you don't think you're good at it, I promise, if you're in business right now, you probably have refined your sales process. But one of the things that we don't tend to do really effectively is 
is maintain uh, relationships with people that we've made big promises to, mm. right? So mm-hmm. here's a perfect example. How often have I, in, in a meeting, sat with a couple and said, like, I want to be a part of all the big moments. I want to I know everything. I wanna, when the moment you get the dress, I want to hear about it. I want to be a part of all the fun. And then they sign an enormous contract and six months later, I realized we haven't even texted back and forth. <laughs> Am I still doing this? Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Often I, I hear clients, uh, I hear photographers in our mentor programs, in our training, sometimes we'll say like, you know, yeah, but isn't that their fault? Like, isn't it? It's their job to reach out, right? It's their job to schedule their engagement session or to whatever. And I, you know what? Technically, based on your contract, perhaps. But if you're spending time doing anything right now, it, it should probably be investing in the future, the, the longevity of your, your value to these people. And, uh, and so putting a personal touch on things, making sure that you are sending out, again, not just like the MailChimp thing, right? Not just the canned email that's like, you know, dear 2023 client. Instead, spend some time reaching out and saying like, you know, maybe you don't have time to go to coffee with every vendor and every client that you have. But I promise you, you do have this. You have the time to hold your phone up and record a 30-second video that just says like, you know, hey, insert client name here. It's been too long. So this is my face talking to you. This isn't a text. This is my face. I miss you. I want to know what's going on in your life. I want to make sure that you feel good, that you that you're excited about me holding the camera for this for this uh, you know shoot for you for this day for you. I want to reinvigorate our conversation, and so you know I'm here. Let me know when you have a moment to chat or talk, and uh, and let's connect soon. I promise. When you do that, the other thing that that happens inherently almost every time in my life is when I go through my client list and I revive all the cold relationships. I'm suddenly hit with a bunch of new warm ones because they're busy too, right? And then suddenly they go, oh my gosh, I totally forgot to tell you, you know, my, my cousin just got engaged, you know? And it's like, I'll connect you right now. Like, you know, people aren't, people aren't malicious. People are good. They're just busy. So assume that just because you're busy and they're busy doesn't mean that there isn't like a real, a real hope for a strong relationship. Yeah. There. I mean, that's one of those like win, 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 win things. Like there's no losing in that. I mean, you can argue like I'm losing my time by doing this, but honestly, like you're not. And and you cannot lose in that situation by reaching out to people um, and just saying hello. And so I would, I would tag to that, like a video is great or even I started doing this is doing just voice messages to people. I'm really annoyed when people do that, when there's like details in the message. But if there's not any details in the message and you're just calling to say hello or check on people, that voice message is so easy Mm -hmm. to do. And it's so much more meaningful when people can hear your voice and uh, know how you're saying things. So that would be my tip. Uh, Maybe you should try a voice memo to somebody uh, to reach out and revive that. Yeah, and I, man, I love that. You know who does that really well? Who does that really effectively is Igor Demba. Okay. Igor, and I think it helps because he's got like the most charming UK accent ever. Hello, yes. But he never, he never writes me, even when I write him on Instagram, right? I'm like, you're doing great stuff, Igor. He always will respond with a voice and he always will end it with things like, you know, like love to your family, you know, cheers, Miles, you're doing a great job. Love you, brother. It's funny how, how much we underestimate the value of an affirming word. 
Mm-hmm. And you don't send those via text. The entire yeah. point of a text is is efficiency, right? That's the whole yeah. point. Is like yeah. instead of saying, you know, laugh out loud, you write the three letters. The whole point is like let's let's condense it, let's get the point out. And man, maybe just spending the extra ten seconds that it says to to like affirm somebody and show up in their lives is a is a big deal. Um, hey, yeah, I'll, I'll jump. Good. Can I can I jump to the book for this one as well? Yeah, please go. Um, okay, so Would just like I did in the last one, right? Like the mm-hmm. the running book had nothing specifically to do with with vendor relationships, but I made those connections. So buckle up. Here's another one. Okay, if you want to revive cold relationships, this has to be a daily. It has to be a a, a daily commitment to understanding the value of you in relationship, right? Be, just grasping the fact that your point, your place in a relationship has value, that takes some practice. And for a lot of us, uh, that, that brings out a lot of insecurities and um, a lot of just like, uh, you know, mindset blocks, right? Where we feel like uh, imposter syndrome kind of creeps up or like our, our whole life, our whole, uh, our whole value is wrapped up in holding a camera or whatever. And so I grabbed this book um, that my wife bought me. It's been two years now. She bought me two years ago called The Uncommon Life. It's a Tony Dungy um, book. And it's like a year long, um, very faith-based. But you guys that have been listening to this for very long, you realize that that's always right under the surface for me anyway. So like deal with that. No, I was going to say, I, I, I can think of multiple times that you've referenced that book just in my life. Yeah, it is. It's powerful because the idea is simply like, how are you going to show up today in every day, in every relationship, in every circumstance? How do you show up when you have every opportunity to be dishonest? How do you show up when you have every excuse to be less than your best? How do you show up when you have every reason to be arrogant or to to brag about a, a win? who are you going to be today? And making the decision about who you're going to be before all the circumstances hit is the most important part, right? Once the circumstances hit, if you're, if you're flying by the seat of your pants and you're, you're just only showing up to relationships that seem valuable at the, at the moment and at the time, all you end up doing is ever is reacting to things. I, I mentioned this to you right before we started recording, but I think the the biggest flaw in young business owners is the fact that they see the future as tomorrow, and listen, tomorrow is the present. Like we, we don't get to play that game as, as artists. Tomorrow is, tomorrow is today. The future has to be three years, five years, 10 years. It's, it's, the, it's the investments that you're making and you have to give those investments time to mature. And uh, yeah, so showing up for yourself on a day-to-day basis, that's a, that's a hard one. Anyway, so that, that book is called The Uncommon Life. Uh, and it's, uh, again, it's Tony Dungy. Um, yeah, dude, that guy's got some wisdom. Dude, and if you don't know who Tony, I'm not even going to, we need to get Tony, we should get Tony Dungy yeah, on this you podcast. you think he would do it? I mean. Listen, you have some connections from your other podcast. Yeah, somehow right. or another, you could get Tony Dungy on this <laughs> yeah, podcast okay, if you wanted on. to bad enough. Oh my gosh. Okay, so what's our challenge for the second piece? How about, can we reach out to two people and help revive a little bit of those relationships. I mean, it's similar to our first challenge, but that's more like going and doing it and meeting with someone. How about just finding two people that you can send either a video message or a voice message to, and maybe just start a conversation, revive a conversation with them. What do you think? Man, I love it. I would, I, let's go 2.0 with that. Let's, uh, let's, 
take some intentional time to revive your self-image. Cool. To say like, yeah. hey, before I can show up in all these other people's lives, I've got to show up for myself. Um, and, uh, and not, and not bury my head in the sand or, or complain my way through that, but understand that, man, you may not be perfect right now. Uh, but if you're waiting to be perfect, you you've got a long time to wait. Yeah. I love that. All right. What's our third one? All right. So third one is re-examine. Re-examine. Yeah. Re-examine. Okay, now, this is, this is probably the most, uh, the most tangible of the three. This will be the one that is going to hit, I think, most of you guys that are, are sitting either, either over. Uh, shout out right now, abundance is going on for, uh, for all the Ben Hartley folks. Um, and uh, so if you're sitting over in, like the, in the abundance room right now, one, you should probably not be listening to this podcast. Ben is going to be hacked off. But, but you know, you're doing actual steps. You're doing tangible steps for your business right now. And, uh, and by the way, cheers to, to all of you guys that are doing that stuff. But re-examine your marketing and your public mm. voice. <laughs> marketing. <laughs> Doesn't that Talk hurt? to me about it, bro. That's the word, man. That's the word. Now, you'll, you'll notice what I said is not re-examine your social media. Those two things are separate. They've always been separate, guys, always. If, since the beginning of the advertisement, Marketing and social media have been separate. And the reason that we think of social media marketing together is because we've been marketed to by oh, social gosh. media. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, they've they've compressed, they've 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 made that a compound word word, but it's not, you guys. Marketing is a whole separate concept. And we have to re-examine the ways that we're showing up for our businesses. Now, yes, one of those streams, those downstreams, may be in in uh, in social media, and and that's a great place to start with your voice, right? How am I showing up? What's my voice sound like? Um, am I positive? Am I am I affirming? Am I consistent? And that's that's one of those things. But also, let's think through your public voice. So here's a here's a question. Jared, you've been on the other end of calls with me where I've asked this a handful of times before people have like hired us for coaches, right? Like in initial consults. So, hey, you show up to a coffee shop and somebody walks in that recognizes you, but you don't recognize them. How do you handle that moment? That's marketing. That's marketing because there's already brand recognition. They look up and they're like, oh my gosh, you are whoever, whoever you are, Right. Now you have an opportunity in that moment to realize that how you dressed, how you were sitting in that moment, literally what was in your coffee cup, how you stood up and addressed and responded to them, your body language, your handshake, your smile, how you articulated a thought, every one of those things had the opportunity to create a valuable, really, really beautiful and positive experience for that person. But if you don't think through those things, then that doesn't mean that they don't exist, right? So, so you know, it, any, any one of those things could have fallen apart and somebody walks in and they recognize you and you're rude or you're cold or you're uncomfortable or, you know, you don't turn and, and address them or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All of those things start to fall apart. And so just taking the time to re-examine your public voice, who you are to the people that see you. What is, what is it that, that you want people to say about you? And then how are you helping them to say those things? Hmm. Man, I, I guess what pops in my head there is I feel like it's really hard a lot of times to 
re-examining yourself without any help. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it can be so hard to look in the mirror and be like, is my voice, what is it, what does it sound like when you can't hear yourself? Um, so I guess my challenge would be like, who is in your life to help you re-examine your voice? If that makes sense. Like who, who can speak into that to say, this is what I'm hearing. And you're like, well, that's not what I'm saying, but that's what people are hearing. You kind of need somebody, right? Dude, that's so cool that you would bring that up uh, because y'all listeners, um, you're just gonna have to take my word for this. Jared doesn't have my notes in front of him. He actually hasn't seen my notes. <laughs> is that on I, your notes? I have I have a little asterisk underneath it that says, consider hiring a coach or asking mm, a friend. Yeah. Um, now you guys, a lot of you guys are going to immediately roll your eyes when I say this. Conveniently, we do that, right? But <laughs> yeah. but that this isn't an advertisement for us. This is an advertisement for you. Having somebody that will stand in your corner that will give you that perspective. And and here's the beautiful thing. That person needs to know you and care about you, but they shouldn't be so intimately connected with you that they're outside of that public spectrum. Right? So, so that's the danger. Is like, if you ask your spouse, how am I doing with marketing? Well, that person wakes up next to you. They don't, <laughs> they have no idea, right? You, you've got to have somebody that's like just far enough removed, just far enough removed that they do see your Instagram ads, right? They do, they, when, when photos pop up that you shot of a mutual friend, they do, they do scroll through the comments because they're curious, you know, like, hey, did people love these? And they, they want to affirm or, or challenge you, but yeah, or, or hire a coach. And, and again, that's, that's something that, that we, this isn't a plug for that, but that is something that we are offering through, uh, through the Photoco platform. Um, you can DM uh, either Jared or I at any moment to, to either be plugged into one of our eight to one um, small group options or into our two to one trainings, which is just Jared and I doing literally this, um, you know, talking, speaking into your business and trying to give you some perspective, but re-examining your marketing. And, and here's, a, here's a great place to start for it. Okay. Here's, here's a free tidbit that, that this, one, this one, no charge for this one. Go back through your social media from the last six months and, and print it off, like screenshot and print it off. It doesn't even have to be six months. It actually could be six weeks if you're, if you're pretty consistent at, at posting. But, but screenshot and print off just the pages of Instagram uh, you know, posts. And then I want you to look at the analytics in comparison to how you feel about the photo, in comparison to how transparent you were in the caption. Are people responding to you when you're being the most transparent or are they getting a skewed version of you? Meaning like when you drop a pun in the caption and everybody loves it, but you're not a real punny person, there's a fall off somewhere, right? Right in there, right? Is, yeah, is it possible that the most successful things that you're doing for marketing are the most artificial? And if that's the case, before you panic, just understand that there's no longevity to that. Mm, you can't exhausting. fake it forever. It's exhausting. Yeah, isn't it? I mean, and I think we've all been in situations where it's like we find something that works. Uh, let's 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 break down. How about this? Show of hands in the audience, you guys. How many times have you considered the Instagram reel where you're dancing with your camera? 
because you just know it's going to kill it. It's going to blow up. It's going to work. It's only killing it because people are laughing at me. Yes, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> man. And it's like, well, you don't, you don't get to be taken seriously as a business owner if the only reason you're popular is because people are laughing at you. Uh, yeah. Now, that's not to take a knock at you guys that, that are doing Instagram reels and having fun with it. Um, I mentioned earlier, Ben Hartley, you know, Ben is like, this is a dude that like, t- he, he in, intentionally doesn't take himself seriously. He has fun with us, but that is his brand, right? Now, I, on the other hand, I'm, I'm talking people into like, hey, I want you guys to be really intentional, really purpose-filled in these moments. And I want you to see that in me as well. So if I'm dancing around doing cartwheels with my camera, it's a disconnect. So that would be, that would be my, my big challenge for that. Um, hey, the book for this one though, this one's cool. Uh, uh, Quint Studer has a book that's called Results That Last. And I think, I, I want to say uh, that this was actually Mike Dooley who was on this podcast last, last yeah. season, uh-huh. right? I think it was Mike Dooley that gave me this, this book. Okay. Um, but the, the subline, like the, uh, the subtitle says, hardwiring behaviors that will take your company to the top. Um, Y'all, if, if you have one book that you are going to sit with a pen and paper and like dig in, results that last, um, this is a, uh, man, like this is a hard look at who you are as a leader, as a manager, as, a, as an owner, um, and how you're handling and, and dealing with success in your business. If you feel as though money is coming in and money is going out just as rapidly, um, this is a great book for you to to kind of analyze. You know how how are you maximizing the the results? Uh, you know anything that even appears to be like success in your business. Mm. That's good. Okay, who was that again? Who wrote that again? Yeah, it's Quint Studer, S T U D E R, um, and uh, yeah, called Results That Last, and it's a it's a cool one. Um, you know, freebie here. I also and you guys have heard me say this before on this podcast. Um, there's a Seth Godin book called The Practice. Um, that, that also would be a good one for this. I, I, I'll admit it. You guys, I, I am not like, I'm not a big reader. I do love audiobooks. Yeah, um, yeah, I like yeah. to be able to edit to audiobooks. Um, man, you've sent me over a couple over the last, what, who, what was the book about the, the Marine? Oh yeah. Oh, dang it. Oh, we're going to have to get back to that. It's Jocko, that was... Jocko, whatever his last name is. Well, it was maybe convicting. That is his last name. You want to, yeah, that was a really good one. You want a book that'll make you look at yourself in the mirror differently. Um, but man, Taking I, responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it's um, called, but I forget. I, I here, here's let's, let's, let's wrap it by saying this. You have, you've got this period of time right now, whether that's seasonally or just in your life. Uh, here's what I know. You just spent 30 minutes listening to us chatter um, and, and hopefully actually kind of getting some stuff out of that. But you have this period of time where you could be intentionally moving forward, moving the needle in your life, in your business, in your relationships. You could be actively becoming a better parent, a better spouse, a better friend, um, a healthier version of you, both spiritually and physically and mentally and emotionally, or you can bury your head. And even the most successful people that are swamped with new clients and swamped with money and swamped with sponsors and gear and awards, when they bury their head, those things start to wither. What keeps us alive is is refreshing 
and reworking our relationships and constantly working to add value to those relationships so that we can show up for the people in our lives that need us. Hmm. So maybe now's the time to do that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love that. Can we have a third challenge for that last one? Can we say, can you find one person that can speak into your life and maybe do like an evaluation of where you're at? What what do they hear when you speak? What do they see on your social? Uh, maybe get just a, an evaluation of yourself from somebody that you trust. I think that would be a really great challenge. Mm, all right. So, man, I, I, I kind of like this. This is a little bit of a different a different vibe for us. Come on, man. Give me the three R's one more time. Give me all, all right. three of them one more time. Refresh, revive, re-examine. Okay. And they have to, I think, I, now I will say this. I think that they have to happen in that order. I think it's pretty intentional. I really do. I think that you you can't start to see your value in other people's lives until you start to establish your value in your own life. You can't start to uh, build up new and healthy relationships with, with clients until you have taken care of the relationships with the existing clients. And then you can't start to reimagine and reexamine how you're going to get out there and market and build brand new downlines of income until you are healthy enough in your existing business, existing income uh, to, to see it with a fresh perspective. Mm. I love it. Dude, thanks for all that. Thanks for putting thought into that. Man, if you've been encouraged by the podcast today, um, do us a favor. Will you share it with a friend? Um, Share it with someone who you think it would encourage. Um, Leave us a five-star review, a comment. We love hearing from people. You can DM us on Instagram or or wherever. Uh, We love to have conversations with you guys outside of the podcast. Uh, We're on kind of like an every other week deal now with the podcast. So you'll hear us again um, in the next, uh, in a a week or two weeks from now uh, with a really cool podcast with some more friends. So I'm really excited to share that. Uh, But thanks for joining us today. Um, And until next time, thanks, Miles. Yeah, thank you, Jared. Thank you, guys. Appreciate y'all.